Mel G, this week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about Chesney Hawks, Pop Socks and our favourite bald men. Now, if you like some of that, then do have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. There will be more chat, guaranteed, and some great songs, super guaranteed, thrown in for good measure. Hello there, Mel G on Magic. Uh, Mighty Bush, great to see you. Great to see you too. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. Is that the video for that song? Is that the one where they're wearing dungarees, which is what you're wearing today? Yes. So you're almost in the video with what you're wearing. Yes. Yes. I missed the take that, boys. You know, I went on tour with them last year, of course, um, as their... Uh, Still dining out on that joke. As their support act. Uh, don't you remember when I told you that on April the 1st last year? Um, you must be building up for your uh, follow-up. Are you going to do oh, the same joke maybe. again or try something different for this April Fool's coming up? Mate, it's a week to go, frankly, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. We'll it's see what happens. Sunday, isn't it, April the 1st? Uh, we will be on our guard. Yeah. Okay? Do. I've, I've got something up my sleeve. Have you now? Yeah. Can't wait for that. Uh, are you preparing? Are you preparing pranks for April the 1st? But I, li- I like to spend at least two to three weeks. <laughs> Oh, oh, Maloney's giving me one of those fierce looks as if to say, you try that again. It's only because you fell for it so embarrassingly badly. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I told my other half about it. I think I even told my mum. Really, we were really chuffed for you to be going on tour with Take That, opening up for them, I think was your as phrase. support act. Support act. Can you imagine anything more disappointing oh. than a middle-aged lady from Leatherhead coming into a massive arena with not that much to say <laughs> before Take That Come On. I mean, are you out of your minds? It was weird, though, because I was like, Mel likes, a, you know, a singing and a dancing and that. I'm sure she could put something together for an half an hour set. But I did worry for you a little bit. <laughs> I missed the Take That, lads. Oh. I count them almost as friends. When was the last one? Who was the last one of them you saw, you actually set eyes on? Last autumn, um, I actually saw them. I didn't even speak to them. Mark, Howard and Gary at the opening of their musical, The Band. I hope they came over and spoke to you. No, there were too many people between us. Oh, wow. So you were like, you know that weird feeling you get where you're at a best friend's wedding and then it's like they don't know you and you're just in the crowd. Yeah. Is it like that? There was a sea of people between, betwixt myself and the Take That lads. There was absolutely no way I was going to go and press flesh. Uh, in that scenario. And do you think you'll get to see any of them, like one to one, get some quality time with Mark or anything like that? Or I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> oh, Bush, I know where this is going. It's right. not. It's no. not. I'm just interested. I'm going to cut you right off. I hope you're having a great <laughs> Saturday afternoon. So far, we are. We're, it's all about take that today for some reason. I'm yeah. loving that. Let's give a massive big up to the Stuart man. He's awesome, that guy. He's got a cracking good voice on him. A hell of a great voice. Let's not forget that. He's also got his own mini football uh, pitch he's had built in his back garden. Do you know, I saw that documentary. Did you see that? Oh, no, I've just, I've just heard about it. Mate, I I've never a, seen it. I saw a documentary about Rod Stewart. I think I was on my own in a hotel room. I was, I was away for work. Yeah. Uh, caught a hilarious documentary about Rod, uh, Rod Stewart. Mate, it made me cry. Why? Because I really liked him. He's just he's like a just a nice, affable guy, isn't yeah, he? Exactly. And it showed the football pitch. Yeah. And um he has family games on the football pitch. So there was a really sweet like a they he and Penny Lancaster Aww. had loads of his family around for lunch. And then he played with a couple of his brothers, uh brother in laws, a yeah. couple of his sons. 
It was. I, I was actually really. I really liked him. I would love to have my own football pitch in my back garden. Oh, Bush, I know you would. If you could have anything leisure-wise in your back garden made, what would it be? Netball court. Quite honestly, netball court with some lighting yeah. so that you could play in winter and on proper astroturf. Essentially, a netball court. Yeah. In the back. Honestly, I would absolutely. And I'd have lots of mannequins all set up if I didn't find real friends to play with. And I. <laughs> That's a I'd, little bit creepy, but I like it. And I'd bib them up, and then I would, I would, they, I'd play with them. Would you know? Yeah. Um, would you? Who? Who would play on your personalised pitch? I'd invite anyone. Neighbours. What a great way to get to know the neighbours. Have you got to know any of them yet, Bush? No, I, I still don't know anyone. Always... <gasps> I don't know them at all. I don't know any of our neighbours. Have you made a friend down there yet? Come on. No, got no friends in Essex um, at the moment, but still looking to have friends. Matt. Matt, Matt, that's at some point, yep. the Whitmeister, we're going to yep. be mates. But the guy on the left, right, the family on the left of our house, never even seen them. Been there six months, never set eyes on them. Bush, I don't want to be all kind of, well, this is what I do. <laughs> but I'm going to do that. Do this it. is what I do. Uh, right. So we moved house, as you know, before mm-hmm. Christmas. I popped a little note all around the neighbour's uh, area. Did you? Yes, inviting them for a drink, Bush. Did you really? Yeah, I had to cancel a drinks party. <laughs> That's the addendum of that story. It was a long story, but I haven't had it yet. But I made the effort, Bush. I now really? have everyone's email address. We're all in constant touch. They're a really nice gang. You've made a little network, neighbourhood so, watch. So, Bush, this... Right, OK, listen, we're going to sort this out, OK? Yeah. We're going to sort this out. You're going you're gonna to drop a little note into people's... Oh. Doorways. I, I can't do that. That's just not me. That's just weird. Right, Bush. I'm sorry. I, we, we're going to have a little bit of workshopping. It's Melgy on magic. Yes, I am about to workshop Bush through the drinks party. Melgy on magic. It's Saturday afternoon with the mighty Bush. Uh, hope you're enjoying your weekend so far. I am really enjoying myself. We're having a proper knees up today, aren't we? Yeah, I've got a sort of flush on my cheeks. Yeah, I feel like kind of slightly rosy cheeked as well. Nice, isn't it? I feel like I've, I've bombed it around a park. Yeah. You used to bomb it around, running around. Oh yeah, oh. Just love yes. running. You don't run as much as an adult now, do no. you? When did you last skip? I skipped on Thursday morning with my daughter on the way to school because she's into skipping oh, at the I'm moment. Oh, I'm so I love the idea of you doing that, Bush. I love a little skip. Did you just skip freestyle, or was it with a rope, or was it For hand, holding hands? Oh, holding hands, skipping. Oh. But then the weird thing was, I oh. left her, so I dropped her at school and then got on the tube, but I still had the um, her little umbrella, which is a dinosaur umbrella that changes colour when the rain goes on it. Oh. But I was getting loads of looks from weird businessmen because I didn't have the child with me anymore, so I just had a child's umbrella and looked like a weird clown. <laughs> I love the idea of you skipping, Bush. We need to skip more. We do need to skip more. We need more. to skip more. And this is the soundtrack that we should always skip to. Have a good old skip. It's real skippity skip music, this, isn't it? If you're listening to us today, once the show's finished, skip to the shops. Yeah. Do us, a, do us that favour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. It's time now for the Ledger of Legends. It's it's almost my favourite bit of the show, actually. It's where we take our book, i.e. the aforementioned Ledger, and in it every week, we put something that we just think deserves having a little bit of a trumpet. Yeah, I just think hopefully in, say, 25, 30, 40 years' time, yeah. if someone asks the question, what do people like in 2018? They'll yeah. look back through our book and have yeah. an understanding. But not just what did they like, what did they often forget to like? Exactly, exactly, That's Mel. the point with that the ledger the of ledge, Yes, isn't it? Yes. I've got my fountain pen, Bushy. All right, what are we going for today then, Mel? Now, hope this is okay with you because you are going to be drawing the aforementioned thing that I'm about to say. Well, you made me draw a sports bra, so I'm pretty much ready for anything. <laughs> it is an item of clothing. Is it? 
It's another item of clothing, Bush. Okay. I want to put in the pop sock. Ah. The pop sock is a majestic item of clothing, allowing one to look as if one is wearing a pair of tights under a pair of ruddy trousers. Can I just say, right, in our house, there are two things that you always find on the floor. One are my partner's uh, bobby pin things for her hair, and the other one are individual single black pop socks. Those little black socks. Why are they single? Because she just loses them. She oh. loses like one one of the pair. So it's at what kind of denier is it? A fifteen? Oh, I, am I getting pop socks right here? I always thought pop socks were like little. That's a socklet. That's that's a socklet, isn't it? Never the twain oh. shall be mixed up again. Schoolboy error. Yeah, I'm going to give you the now. Do you know what you're drawing? Bushes? Well, this is a this is the point. Right in my mind, the pop sock goes up to the knee. Does it? It cuts off the blood supply just <laughs> below the knee at above calf level. Yeah. This sounds like the kind of thing you might wear on a long haul flight to stop yourself getting deep vein thrombosis. It's very much like a DVT sock, but right. it's a fashion item called a pop sock. Draw it, please. Right, we're going in to Planet Podage. Poddington. Poddington Stanley. Poddington Stanley. Right, here we go. Oh, this is a great one. Okay. Right, Bush. Best looking bald guy. Best looking bald it's guy. It's so easy. I don't even know. I, I don't even know why you are pausing for a nanosecond. Is it? Is it Grant Mitchell from EastEnders? Oh, he's like a nice big hunk of a man, isn't he? If that was a dart, that would have gone into the actual bar of the pub, <laughs> into a sort of an optic. You are so far off. Go on then. What is your favourite bald guy? It's Yul Brynner, mate, the star of The King and I. Oh yeah, he's he's very attractive bald fellow. Brynner, lovely, proper polished bald's head as well, and really like. It's weird, kind of saying this in today's fluid world, but a real man's man. Proper a man rugged of a man, man, a rugged, a alpha, you know, type of man. But Brinner, mate, Yule, bring him in, bring him in, not just for Yule Tide. He he properly he didn't he buff do you reckon he buffed his top the top of his own head off? Up. His hair his head was so shiny. Like some bold people, it's kind of like it's kind of not shiny. Yeah. And you get some yes, bold people. Yes, Stephen Burkoff, for example. Exactly. Yeah. And then you've got uh Yule there, his top of his head, you can see your own reflection in it. And I wonder if he buffed it, did he put it down on the ground and buff it like that so his head was upside down? Or did he bring something up to it and buff it that way? I think he put some sheen on the top of it. Put it onto chamois leather. Oh, no, I'm not seeing him use a spray. <laughs> that's the noise of him doing it. That's really good. Just give him a little oh, puff. that's very good. No, he, he, no, he's too rugged to use a spray. Oh, he wouldn't, yeah, he wouldn't muck around with sprays, do you think? I think he would just kind of launch himself, just go and launch himself towards a tree and then just (laughs) rub it up and down the tree a bit like Baloo in the Jungle Book. That, for me, is the most bizarre mental image I've had of 2018 so far. So I thank you for that. Oh, hello, sailor. You thought you could catch me out with that by playing it quickly. (laughs) But Maloney, there are no flies on me. You should know that. This is Bush Red Letter Day. Bush, what day is it? Well, you're not going to believe this. It's not just a day, it's a whole month, Mel. What, what, what? We are in the middle of World Peanut Month. Oh. A whole month of celebrations about peanuts. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Wowzers. I've got three amazing facts about peanuts, not just for you, Mel, but for everybody. Come on. 
Fact number one, yeah. just because the word nut is in their name doesn't make them nuts. Peanuts are actually legumes. Oh, stop. Hang on. Are True. you telling me they're some kind of a lentil? Yeah. Yeah. They're a vegetable? Yeah, it makes you go absolutely lentil. That's right. They are legumes. <laughs> Don't sound so legumerious. Yeah. Oh, that was weak. Um, matey, I'm sorry. I need to just arrest a light on this fact. Yeah. A peanut is not a nut. It's a legume. That's apparently, just silly talk. Apparently so. Don't blame me. Blame the scientists. Don't shoot the messenger. Fact number two. I can't believe that. It's true, man. Researchers believe that ancient Aztecs started mashing up peanuts hundreds of years ago, thus making really old peanut butter. This is very much uh, in the same bracket as the uh, Greek, ancient Greek cheesecake, for my money. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bush, that's obviously oh, a lie that you've made up. It's true, mate. Number three, make it a real one this Look, time. I'm not going to come in no, here I'm not and do my gonna... facts if the you're going to say they're false. making peanut butter, no. I could be doing other stuff, mate. I don't have to come in here and do these facts, but if you're going to say each of them are false, I'm not going to do it anymore, Mel. That's just how it is. Be grateful. <laughs> Wait till you hear this one. Fact number three, arachibutrophobia... It's the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. A racky booch. A racky boochophobia. A racky boochophobia. Well, boosh means mouth in French. Oh, yeah. So, a racky, how's that spelt? A R A C H I. A racky boochophobia. You see, a ra- arachnophobia is fear of spiders. So why would that be a racky bush? A spider, spider mouth. Spider mouth. Spider Sp- mouth. Spider, spider mouth. mouth. Spins the peanuts. Um, <laughs> In your mouth. Listen, I'm sorry to cut back to fact number one, where you told us that a peanut is not actually a nut. Yeah. I, I don't know if I can deal with that. Well, it's a shock, I understand, but it's true. This is science fact. I want to lay this right on the line to everyone listening. He's saying a peanut isn't a nut gang. Yeah, are we going with that or get, not? Get over it, that's what I say. I imagined for just one second that, Bush, you were holding me aloft there as if we were doing that song from Dirty Dancing. A little bit of a lift at the end. Oh. How long does he lift her up for? Is it quite a quick lift or is he... No, no, she's up there for ages, mate. Is she? Yeah, she's up there for a good one, Mrs... One Mississippi, two Mississippi, Mississippi three Mississippi, four Mississippi. I'd say five Mississippi. Five Mississippis? At least. Well, oh, bet his arms were shaking at the end like that. Can I put you down now, please? Don't want to offend you. I've got to put you down. That was an excellent sound of... I'm going to have to put you down. Oh. We might need to hear more of that sound effect later. Uh, now, it's Saturday afternoon. Oh, I love a Saturday afternoon. It's just it's just the time for doing sort of really silly things as well, isn't it? I know some of you at work, I respect that. I'm working too. I know it may not well, sound like it. Well. Kind of working. Um, but, you know, it's just time for sort of doing silly things, isn't it? Time for mucking about. Yeah, exactly. Mucking, mucking around. Like, I don't know, making potato darts and throwing them. <laughs> making potato... I wasn't expecting that. How do you make a potato dart? I've never made one, but oh I Oh, my God, to. I really want to make a potato dart. And and then putting the face up of somebody that really annoys you and then lobbing them. Yeah. Just and seeing who can hit the nose or something the most often. Did you ever have a spud gun when you were a kid? No. Love spud guns. I think... Spud um, rifle we had. Did you? A spud rifle. I've been I've been hit by a spud gun. <laughs> have you? By my nephew a few times. They're really painful. Yeah, they've got a fair whack to them. They? Yeah. Are they legal? No, I think they're still okay. Really not? Yeah. Spud rifle sounds a bit... Quite full on, isn't it? Proper bit of kit. A bit, yeah, it sounds a bit sort of territorial army. <laughs> a bit territorial <laughs> army. Get yourself to Aldershot. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's a good point. Yeah, but yeah. it's... Uh, I loved it. 
Spud rifle. Spud rifle. <laughs> wasn't an awesome, no, not an automatic rifle. No. No, there wasn't an automatic. You could you only had one bullet at a time. If you were in real combat, it would take ages. You'd have to stop carve. shooting. You'd have to carve. Carve another bit of potato. <laughs> Put your rifle in it, load it up, and then, you know, it'd just take ages. That, would, that wouldn't be good. It would not be good. What's your biggest temptation, Bush? What's your biggest temptation? Can I tell you what my biggest temptation is? Go on. My biggest temptation is to try and find out what that little black box is that they've put into the studio. Okay? Yeah. They put it in last week. Oh, uh, hang it's on. It's just there. <gasps> I hadn't noticed that. And do you know what the, the rumour is that it is? Is it, is it spying on us? It's a motion sensor. What does that mean? It can tell when you leave the oh. room and when you come back into the room. So they know how much work you're doing? Yes. Oh, and I'm not joking. It's just behind us here in our little studio. Go Motion sensor. Go press it. So go I press it. There's a little grey button. Go on, go on, go and press it. What if an alarm goes off? i never forget my dad going around to my nan's house when she was in sheltered accommodation, wondering what the button was in the toilet and then activating the nurse call system. So <laughs> some bloke from like uh, Wigan ended up chatting to him on an intercom to see if Josie was all right. And this is son-in-law. Shall I give it a go? <laughs> I've got an idea what it is, Bush. I think it's a direct line to Chesney Hawks. <laughs> I think it'll call up Chesney Hawks. Where? Oh, you just pulled it off the wall. I've pulled it off the wall. Absolute cavalier. We may have a problem. What is that? What? Do we, I'm scared now. It's a little black box that. Press the button on it, mate. Go on, press the button. It's not a button. It's a, it's a light, like an eye, a little bit like Hal in 2001: A Space Odyssey. Yeah. It's just watching us. I think Chesney has got an enormous bank of screens wherever he is. Yeah. And he can now zone in on us and see us. Let's wave to Chesney. Hey, 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 Chesney. Hey. If you're watching us, hi from everyone at Magic. It's the che- it's the Chesney-nator. <laughs> the Chesney-nator. And Chesney has now, he's made an absolute fortune uh, in all his amazing stuff that he's doing. And he's got a sort of enormous, very high hairdo. Yeah. And he's sitting in a swivel chair, a bit like Blofeld, and he's going... <laughs> I think like he's, that. he's got an island, like in the Bond movie, where a volcano opens up and he can... Hawks Island. Yeah, Hawks Island. And he just has hawks. Ev- everywhere. Can't move flying. for hawks. Like, yeah. Almost to the point where it gets a bit annoying because there's hawks everywhere. He sends his hawks out to collect bits of meat yeah. to bring back... <laughs> He gets sent off. He eats them raw. Instead of he online shopping, raw. he'll just send a hawk out to go and get it. Like Deliveroo. Chesney's hawks. Chesney's hawks. Oh, oh my god, that'd be so good, Mel. Isn't it? And he's in a slightly shiny suit. Chesney's yeah. Set, he'll set his hawks on yeah. like an enemy or whatever. Wow. And one of his favourite hawk is on the longest chain known to man, so it yeah. can never escape completely. Favourite one. And he kind of goes. He goes. He sort of brings it back. Get back here, main hawk, top hawk. That is so good. Imagine that as a TV show, folks. Chesney's Hawks. We've probably run out of time talking about it here, but there's definitely going to be more about this on our podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. We haven't even begun. Bushy, 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 bushy. And I would add in to our ball chat, sorry, I'd, I'd put Duncan Goodhue a, a second place after your Brenner. Just saying. Another very buffed Ed, but I think that was yeah. for... Um, chlorine. <laughs> it was mainly chlorine. Chlorine. Someone's written this one in pencil. Ooh, come on, Bushy. Is it acceptable to eat a whole packet of chocolate fingers in one sitting? Of course it is. Of course it is. I mean, uh, who, is the, who is the person so they've not even they've, they've not even put their name, probably because they're ashamed of even having asked that question. I like to, with a chocolate finger, actually put in five at one time or six. Like a fist, a fistful of chocolate fingers. <laughs> that, that's what I do. 
Do you know what a lad from work oh. was telling me the other day, right? That we, when he was at school, he would get back and get a Kit Kat and then be icing sugar and smear that onto the top of the Kit Kat. It's like an added treat for when he was watching telly, still in his school uniform. Oh, that's great. That is pretty good, isn't it? I used to go home and eat, I'm not even joking, a whole loaf of bread thickly uh, lined with margarine and crunchy peanut butter. Love it. Before I even said anything to my mum at all because I would be so hungry and then a whole pack of yo-yos or Viscounts. I'd be exactly the same but bread uh, toast with pate on it. Oh, I love pate. I love pate. I love a pate. Love a pate. Na, na. Your clothes off to have a good Good time. time. Well, I would say never ever take your tweed off. I always have a good time within my tweed and around my tweed and underneath my tweed. And I'm never going to take it off for no one, Syrah. First person you can ask me anything. Oh dear, I can see where this is going. It's like last week. Come along, next person. (laughs) Hey Mel, it's Elliot. Um, My girlfriend wants me to convert to vegan. What do you think? Yes, that silence said it all, Elliot. Next person, please. Hey, Mel, it's Fee. Is it time to put away your winter coat yet? Oh, we were just discussing this, Fee. Hello, I'm going to be your friend. Yes, I'm going to give you some nice little friendly, friendly business. Right, tweed coats, I would say, are absolutely perfect for spring. A tweed cape from spring into summer and a tweed gilet from summer into autumn and then back to the full fleece-line tweed for the autumn into winter and then the full Padded with goosey down into uh, full Arctic winter. Has that answered your question? I hope so. Next, please. Hi, Mel. It's Joe. Just one question. I love cheese, but what's the best cheese ever? A nice, stout, mature cheddar, Joe. That's all I will uh, even uh, encompass in my tweed Tupperware, which I like to keep at the bottom of my fridge for the encapturement of Chesney's Hawks and also (laughs) cheese. Chesney's cheese, Chesney's cheddar. There we go, Joe. We've said it all. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Hear more bantics, new word, like that, every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. The Mel Gedroyd Show. The Mel Gedroyd Podcast. Podcast.